I remember bringing in um, a Jewish member of my personal circle of friends and acquaintances and professional uh, people to join our board to bring that perspective among many other skills that he brought. I can see me. I'll be the eyes so that I just can be. This is another episode of a special series called Enough for All of the podcast Walk, Talk, Listen. This series sheds light on 75 years of an NGO called CWS. My name is Mitch Bloom and I welcome you to another episode of Walk, Talk, Listen. Good day, everybody. Um, this is another episode of the podcast about Churchfold Service, and I'm delighted to have um, an ex-board member of Churchfold Service, Lanan, who will introduce herself and tell a little bit about what she's doing at the moment, and then we take it from there. Lanan, so great to see you and to, uh, to have you today. Great to see you, Maurice. My name is Lanan Naguki Gardner. It's the world's hardest name. And I help people to grow their businesses or to get better jobs. So I've done since the pandemic, a lot of work in helping people uh, who were out of work to get jobs and people who had jobs that weren't a great fit to get a job that is a great fit. So that's my work. Great. And, and um, you know, Lenan is one of those uh, people that... Uh, actually have walked with me during one of my 100 mile campaigns I'm really grateful and also hosted me so so we uh, yeah Lenan and I have a, a very special bond and and um, because of that because when you walk together a lot of things are you know um, developing as a result of that um, Lenan you know this is a, a podcast about church world service can you please explain to the listeners how you got involved uh, with Church World Service and when did you hear for the first time about uh, Church World Service? I heard for the first time when I lived in Baltimore many years ago hmm. and my husband's friend, Tom Hampson, said, hey, I'm involved with this organization, Church World Service. I said, never heard of it. And he started talking to me about it and I became a donor. And when I became a donor, I learned so much because of what I got from CWS about the work that they were doing. I was, you know, very excited to support that. At the time, I was just supporting it financially. I wasn't involved in any other way. But Tom decided to recommend me for membership on the board of directors. Well, that's a whole other level. And so I was... Um, interviewed uh, by people on the staff, including the CEO, about whether I might be able to make a contribution to the board. And I did have a chance to come in, and I had uh, two full three-year terms, and then I completed uh, the term of someone who had had to leave the board uh, with some time remaining on their term. So it was probably about seven years serving on the board of directors mm -hmm. and getting to work with people like yourself. Great. And, and um, you know, 
when you started to support uh, Church World Service, um, what made you do so? What, what, did, what do you like about the work of, of, uh, of CWS? Yeah, I would even use the word love. I love the fact that Church World Service allows me, as we have said before, to walk the talk. It's to do something about things that concern me, but I don't have any other mechanism for doing anything about it other than talking about it. And so with Church World Service, they give me a mechanism to be helpful to people who are less advantaged than I am. And I, I love that. I love it when they tell me, you know, this donation buys chickens for these people. And then they can, you know, have the chickens lay eggs and they'll eat the eggs or they'll sell the eggs and they'll have a life. So I want to be able to be helpful, but I, it helps me make it concrete to try to live my faith. I'm a Stephen minister. And what that means is I do a lot of ministry in my community to help people who are hurting. And that's all well and good. But there are many people outside the bounds even of, you know, my my city, my state, um, who, who do need additional help. And the thing about CWS is that for 70, nearly 75 years, they've been doing this work to help people who are hungry, to help people who are displaced. And they know how to do it. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know how to do it. I feel bad about it. I don't know how to do it. These people know how to do it. So learned all the lessons that you learn over the course of 75 years of serving. So it's quite remarkable. And that's, that's the hook for me with CWS. You know, I, I know actually what you, how you have been involved in CWS and you were alluding to the board. Um, but can you tell the listeners a little bit about uh, your work within the board? Because you were part of different committees. And so uh, can you share that? Mm -hmm. I'm happy to. Um, well, there's a committee for nominations and board development. What does that mean? Well, nominations is who serves on the board. There are probably people listening to us right now, Maurice, mm -hmm. who would be good candidates to be on the CWS board that you may not be aware of. So it's that committee is about finding those candidates. And I'm proud to say that I found a couple of people mm -hmm. in my circle of friends and acquaintances who could serve the board because they brought a skill set that fit in really well mm -hmm. with the skill sets of the rest of us on the board at the time. And I, I have another candidate that I, that's in right. the hopper yeah. right now. Mm -hmm. So it's it's that that kind of thing with nominations. Board development is how do you help the board to be more knowledgeable itself? How can you give meaningful experiences to the members of the board of directors so they understand what CWS is doing in the world and then can bring their expertise to help us figure out how to do it better or more widely or more meaningfully? And uh, so we had programs. I was going to say one of my favorite things that I remember from my board service is going, we had a board meeting in New York City. I'm, a, I'm from a village of fewer than a thousand people in yeah. rural Ohio. This is the very big city. Mm -hmm. And we all, as a board, went to a grocery store in Harlem. It's like, you have to feed a family. 
here's what you got. What are you going to do? And by the way, your money's limited. And I learned a lot from that. So, you know, there were so many experiences. I remember going to Chicago and having a group of people who were migrants who wanted to come into the United States, who we were helping to settle in the United States through our network of churches and caring people to help them become established and, and be comfortable and to have a life here. Um, so have I answered your question? Yeah, Maurice? yeah, no, you did. And and okay. thanks for thanks for reminding me about that event that we did together in, in New York. We, we you know it was called the Holy Meal. The board was asked to to cook a nutritious meal with a with a chef. And um, we had a board member at that time who had a lot of knowledge about food and nutrition as well. So she did a, a Jess Fenso of Johns Hopkins who did a presentation on on that. And uh, we had a singer who, who uh, you know, who helped to to still the the musical hunger. Um, mm -hmm. And then we had a theology background as well and, and, and uh, a conversation about that. So yeah, thanks for reminding me because it was, I, I enjoyed that as, as well. Um, Going back to your contributions to the board, Lenan, is, you know, your background is, you know, marketing and, and how do you talk with people about your product and what you are about. Um, yeah, I, I think you also played an instrumental role in something that we call the pitch deck and, you know, how you talk. Um, so can you give, a, you know, some quick tips about, um, you know, some of the listeners that support ChurchBot service and, you know, how they can help to... Um, to increase the number of, of, of uh, participants or make uh, other people more curious about the organizations. Are there some tips there? I, I know yeah. I, I, I surprised you by this maybe, um, yeah. but but um, yeah, do you, you have some tips? Because I always enjoy that listening to you and, and getting some new insights. Well, of course, I, um, the tips are very simple. Mm -hmm. We live in a world in which people have very short attention spans, very short. Mm -hmm. So you cannot explain something. Because people will become bored probably in the first three seconds. So we have to say something that's impactful, powerful, and provocative, mm -hmm. but short. Mm -hmm. The phrase that I used earlier, walk the talk. Most of us say, I feel bad that there are hungry people here in our own country. I feel bad there are hungry people overseas. It's a terrible thing. Okay, wonderful. What are we going to do about it? Mm -hmm. Now, there are a lot of charities that will say, well, we'd be happy to take your money and turn it into food for hungry people. That's fine. But I don't know all of these charities and I don't know how well they operate. Now, we have some things uh, that are things like Charity Navigator that help us uh, to know whether charities are, are doing what they say they're going to do. And those things are worth looking at. What I learned about Church World Service is that having done this since 1946 or seven, I mean, the end of the World War II period, um, they have done it a long time, learned all the lessons and now are employing those lessons. So the, the tip I would say is don't reinvent the wheel. <laughs> if you have a wheel, use the wheel. And in my, at least in my uh, personal giving, I know the church world service will stretch every dollar. Hmm to help the most people who are hungry or who are displaced. So short messages that are powerful and provocative, like walk the talk, like keeping it simple. I have a couple right here that I brought forward. Oh, one of my favorite. What 
what will our children see that we did? Mm. Now, the circumstances in the world are what they are. We all have an idea about the status of, for example, migrating people, people who've left their country, not because they want to, but because they have to. And I shouldn't even say left their country, left their home area because of oppression and trouble. Can those people be helped? Well, yes. And I want to be able to say to my daughter, you know, Lindsay, I didn't do much, but I was able to support an organization that was helping those people who are migrating. I would like to talk with you about the 75 years of church world service when when the organization was celebrating 50 years and i'm showing for the listeners who cannot see the you know what i'm showing you is is a book that was made on 50 years of church world service and the title uh, was 50 years of help and hope now lenan if you would be asked to um, to come up with a title for if we would uh, publish a book about 75 years and we are not because we are you know, publishing a series of podcasts about this. But what what would be some of the keywords that you would be using for the title of such a book? Well, Maurice, I actually thought help and hope was were two great words. I mm. mean, I wasn't part of that mm-hmm. decision-making process. That's before my time. But I thought they were good words. And when I had to think about that question, I wrote 75 years of help and hope, learning and love. Mm. Um, and so... I put the emphasis, and maybe CWS doesn't, but I do, on the learning. I think these are very complex problems that CWS grapples with every single day. Mm -hmm. And there's learning to be had. And, you know, I think that is what makes CWS different for me. Not to say that CWS is the only charity that's been around a long time, Mm -hmm. but it's been focused on these same issues all of this time. So learning and then the underlying love, because, you know, a lot of times we we stay away from the word love. But to me, it is a way of being in the world that allows people to come along to to step up. Mm -hmm. The other thing, last thing about CWS is they're not fixing stuff for people. They're helping people get stuff fixed. And that's an important distinction mm-hmm. because, well, you know, give a man a fish and he eats for a day, <laughs> teach a man to fish and he eats for a lifetime. That is that principle come to life, mm. helping people to get these things done for themselves so that they can carry on after the involvement of CWS or when CWS's limited resources are turned to other crises that people have something to move forward with. So I think that's a beautiful thing. And that to me is living love. Going to piggyback a little bit on that learning and growing and, you know, evolving. When I'm asked to describe a church world service, I often say, you know, um, it was established 40, in 1946 as a Christian U.S. organization trying to work ecumenically because, you know, together we can do more than apart. Um, but I think it's, you know, slowly evolved into an organization that is more global 
and more interfaith. Um, if you hear me say that, you know, would you agree with me? And if so, yes. And if you don't agree, which is perfectly fine, um, you know, why, you know, can you explain that as well then? Yeah, I, I think it definitely has evolved uh, to a more global focus. And I will say, you know, as a Christian person myself, that just even using the word Christian can, to some extent, polarize people. And I don't want to do that. Um, if I say I'm living my faith by helping others, oh, that's fine. Do I need to say I'm living my Christian faith or I'm living my Lutheran faith? Or I'm I don't feel a need for those labels. I remember on one occasion having a chance with CWS uh, people to visit a mosque and uh, in New York City and be with the imam of that mosque in New York City near uh, Ground Zero and everything that happened on 9-11. And I, I wanted to learn from that man. I wanted to learn. I remember bringing in um, a Jewish member of my personal circle of friends and acquaintances and professional uh, people to join our board to bring that perspective among many other skills that he brought to the, to the table. Um, so, I think it's appropriate that we not limit ourselves. And of course, this was founded as a Christian organization. There are many Christian people involved with and donating to CWS. But I would say to those who do not happen to be Christian people, this is a way to do good in the world, regardless of the faith structure mm -hmm. that you have underlying your own life, if you have one. So, you know, I know many people who are doing good works. Um, they may not do that in the context of any faith. If that's their frame, I think they can still do good work in the world through an organization like CWS. Lenin, I mean, you are aware that the last couple of years, uh, you know, Church World Service has had a lot of discussions around, um, you know, how can we uh, link ourselves in a better way with the younger generation because our supporters are uh, getting older. And as, um, as a result, we also had a lot of discussions around the brand. And, and I think the 75 years of, of Church World Service is also a moment where you look back and also look forward. Now, I would like to discuss one tiny aspect of the branding um, because you know it's much more complex than than only the name because I would like to talk about the name yeah I mean you know that that organization has had discussions about and you know a possible name change and that has to do with you know that would help maybe help to reach out in a better way to the younger generation um, so what is your opinion about that if if church world service would decide uh, to change the name and again listeners you know I'm, I'm uh, nothing has been decided at all this is part of a discussion so um, but I, I, I asked this question because I think it's it's uh, it's interesting to hear from you know board members ex-board members and supporters about what their opinion is about this so Lenin <laughs> well you know when I talk about CWS I often say CWS mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not ashamed of the fact that the organization is Church World Service. That's the name of the organization, or at least that's how it stands yeah. today. 
But saying cwsglobal.org is easy because that helps me say to people, don't take my word for it, (laughs) go to this website, cwsglobal.org and check it out, see what you think. And then I'm happy to have a conversation with you about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's a short way of saying it, but it also does kind of get us away from the number of people who hear the word church and turn away mm-hmm. on the basis of the fact that it's church. So I don't want to lose those people. I believe there are many good hearted, caring, loving people who don't happen to go to a Christian church or perhaps any church at all. Mm-hmm. Or maybe what I would call a church for them is a mosque or a synagogue or what have you. So I don't want people to turn away from this organization on the basis of the first word out of our mouth being church. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I am not ashamed that this came out of church as. And as a person who's been involved with the organization for over a decade now, I would say this. When I hear that that CWS is one of only nine organizations authorized to help resettle Mm -hmm. refugees in the United States or migrants in the United States, and by the way, less than 1% of migrants come to the United States. It's a very, very tiny percentage. But when I think, how do these folks get integrated into American society? And I say, well, we have a network of people, many of whom are associated with churches, who help in that process of transitioning to having a reasonable life in the US. Then I think, gee, that makes sense. That's a way for churches to be active in their communities and help folks. Hmm. So I think that is a good thing. But then again, I'm a Christian person. And I am really aware there are a lot of people who do not identify as Christian. So the bottom line for me, I've been saying CWS Global or Mm CWSglobal.org for years now, and that works for me. If people want to know the background, happy to share it. Lenin, I, I, you know, I... As you know, I love music, and, and that's why I always have a, a music-related question. Um, you know, if, if you have to come up with a song or a piece of music that, from your point of view, represents what, you know, CWS is all about, is, is there a song or a piece of music that, that you can share with us? Like you, I am a music lover, and mm-hmm. I am a musician, I'm a keyboardist, mm-hmm. and I love to sing. And I tried to think about a music in terms of CWS. And the only first thing that came to my mind is a kind of a country Mm -hmm. tune called uh, You Don't Love God If You Don't Love Your Neighbor. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And when people have spoken to me about the fact that I'm a Stephen minister, which is a Christian role, um, and I say, and they say, well, you know, why are you so out there with your Christian Christianity? My answer is, well, you know, what do you say as being my Christian Christianity? You know, I am a person who is in the world trying to be a loving, caring, supportive person of those around me. And with regard to CWS, to people who are in need around the world. So for me, my Christianity comes down to 
a faith piece and a um, love piece that is exemplified by you don't love God if you don't love your neighbor. So check it out. I would say I, I will. I will. <laughs> I will check it out. Yeah, I, I you know, I, I think, you know, when, when you kind of look back at, at uh, you know, your time with CWS, which is not finished because it has only taken a different shape and, and form. Um, but is there an anecdote or a memory or uh, something that you would like to share with, with our audience? Well, I've shared a few along mm -hmm. the way. And, you absolutely um, did, yeah. You know, I guess my biggest memory, and I, and it's several memories, because we as a board would meet together pre-pandemic mm -hmm. uh, three times a year. And I would walk in, and from the moment I saw James, the uh, audiovisual professional, who was always the first person it seems like mm -hmm. I saw when I arrived at a board meeting, I was greeted, I was hugged, I was appreciated. I would sit, we would sit in a big U-shape, uh, about 19 members of the board, depending on when, give or take one mm -hmm. or two. Um, and I would look across at all these people who individually were so talented and capable, but who would take a chunk of time out of their lives. And, you know, it's travel, it's, you know, some hotel somewhere, you know, running around mm -hmm. and, and just give that to this organization. We were not paid for that. We did that because we wanted to, to be part of it. And the group that they assembled, that, that the CWS organization was able to assemble for its board was consistently high level, consistently capable, consistently caring, and just as sincere as they can be. And I think sincerity is um, more rare now. I think we're suspicious when we see people, you know, they're goody goody, they're doing whatever they're doing, what's in it for them. And these people were doing it out of the kindness of their hearts and as an expression of their faith in, in many mm. cases. And um, to me, that is a rare thing in the world now. There are so many people who are not sincere. Um, and, you know, I don't know, I watch podcasts, I watch, you know, videos online. And I look at the people on there and I say, could you look into that screen and say, this is really what you mean? Or is this just what you're trying to do to manipulate me? Hmm. And I think some of them couldn't really look in the camera and say that. But every single member of that CWS board that I interacted with could say that. Hmm. They were very committed, caring, and loving people. And I think the world needs more of such, such people. My, my last question for you, Lenan, is, but is there any wish or anything that you would like to say to Church World Service? I would say I wish you strength. I think that those of us who have, I don't know, come before um, are very much with you. I mean, we're an asset on whose shoulders uh, you stand, on whose shoulders the board of today stands. And I'm standing on the shoulders of a number of people who served before me. And it's a large, large group of people who care and who want to see the best for this organization. Just never forget about that. You know, it's, it's very interesting to look at, you know, what are our fundraising numbers? How are we doing in bringing in 
the money that supports the this very worthwhile work. And you know, fundraising goes up and down. And it's it's something that we do ongoing. You know, if people listening to this want to make a difference today, go to cwsglobal.org, make a donation. You can do something right now. Mm. But it's something that is um such history, such such power that that strength, I hope, flows into the people who are going forward today, including yourself, Maurice, to know that what you're doing is supported and it's supported in a million ways and in a million hearts. Great. Thank you so much, Lenan. Um, as I said, for everything that you did and are still doing and for also who you are. So uh, thank you. My pleasure. Do you see you? Do you see me? Thank you for listening Will to Walk, so Talk, Listen. Please check us out on 100mile.org or follow us on Facebook or Instagram. And if you want to know more about Church World Service, please check out cwsglobal.org. Thank you.